When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Pardon the interruption, but I'm Mike Wilbon. It's National Big Word Day, Tony. What's your favorite big word? Tony Kornheiser. Wembanyama. 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 Right? That's everybody's favorite favorite big word. That'll be my favorite big word if the Bulls somehow win the lottery. I told you, if they they win the lottery, I'm season tickets. I'm out. I'm in Chicago every night, every home game. Yeah. Fantastic for you and for the show. That's right. Welcome to PTI, boys and girls. In today's episode, groin shots and sticky fingers. Rolling Stones must be happy. But we begin today with the Warriors winning a playoff game over Sacramento without Draymond Green, who was suspended for this game after stomping on DeMontis Sabonis in the previous game. The Warriors won comfortably by 17 on a night when neither team shot well. Indeed, 70 different threes were missed. Afterwards, Steph Curry said, and I'm quoting here, they say Draymond's got a history, so do we, unquote. Wilbon, does this win feel bigger than just one win for the champs? It did to me, Tony. And, you know, last night in live time, you know, I'm watching this and I'm watching the Warriors pull away, which is something Sacramento, as great as they were at home and going up 2-0, was unable to do. I mean, Sacramento won and they were, I, I thought they controlled the fourth quarters, but they didn't pull away. They didn't blow the Warriors out. The Warriors more or less blew them out last night, and they controlled it without Draymond Green. And Kevon Looney with 20 rebounds and nine assists, you know, that that was even like a Draymond Green performance partially on steroids. So, yeah, I, I look, I know momentum's a weird thing. Something could happen in the first quarter of game four and take all that away and we'll say, what were you talking about? But today, you asked me that question today on the off day you know, 12 hours fewer than, at, you know, the, the game ended with that result. I'm going to say, yeah, it felt like a little more. It felt like the Warriors really climbed back into the ring and played like champs, which they had not done. All right, here's the problem for the Warriors. They still have to go win a game in Sacramento. They are a terrible yep. road team. Yep. Let me get terrible. the record. They're 11-32 and 32 on the road. They're the worst road team of any team in the playoffs. So if you tell me how they're going to win a road game, I'll tell you this feels like more than just one win. You know, uh, look, I think what Steph Curry said, I thought that quote was very, very wise. They've got a great history. The core group of the Golden State Warriors has won four championships, one as recently as last year, and Draymond Green has been involved in every one of those championships. So I could have seen, Mike, I could have seen last night pregame, Somebody in the Warriors locker room saying, let's win one for Draymond because he's won a bunch for us. But again, you got to tell me how they win on the road before I become a convert. Tony, you know I believe in the whole history of the NBA and that everybody except Russell, Magic, and Tim Duncan has had heartbreak. Hearts broken on the floor and stomped on much harder than Draymond Green. Stomped. 
Jordan, LeBron, Kobe getting swept, Shaq, I don't care. Wilt in the history of the league. Teams get heartbreak. Great players are heartbroken. And I'm telling you that Sacramento's got to go through that. That's the right of initiation in the NBA. The Phoenix Suns had it two years ago. Whoa, to the final Cinderella. Not so fast, Sparky. Giannis, all of them. And so I just think game, I, I, I picked Warriors in seven. Because I just think they go into game seven and Sacramento going to go all the way through the champs without heartbreak. I don't see that. I don't. I don't want to take a long time here. I'm just going to give you one name. Magic Johnson. No I heartbreak. said Magic Johnson. Sorry. I said him. The 76ers stretched their None. series lead to 3-0 over the Nets last night. But the result was overshadowed by Philadelphia's biggest stars, Joel Embiid and James Harden, getting involved in controversial physical altercations. Embiid kicked Nick Claxton in the groin, got a flagrant one. Harden elbowed Royce O'Neal in the groin, got a flagrant two, and got tossed. Wilbon, did the refs get last night's groin shots right? <laughs> no, I-, I thought the refs got it right the, the previous game. The, you know, the Draymond Sabonis situation. I thought they got that right. No, no, because you look at Harden. I'm looking at that in live time, and I see all the replays. And I don't know how they could look at just replays and decide – that there was intent. I, I don't get that. I don't believe in their decision there. So you could give them a – I'm not even sure it was an offensive foul, but okay, it's an offensive foul. A flagrant two? No. And then Embiid probably should have been tossed. He probably should have been tossed. He took a kick, you know, I mean, like this was the Green Hornet. He took a kick in a guy's nether region. No, no, he should have been tossed. Um, and if you're going to talk about reputation, I know that was the suspension that came later, and that wasn't the guys on the, on the court. But Draymond Green has fewer flagrant fouls, I believe, something like 22-19, than Joel Embiid. So what are you using as your standard? What's your bar, and does it move? So I, I, I don't think they got it right, Tony. And I know it's hard to get it right in real time, even with replay, but I, I think they blew it. I'm going to agree with you right down the line. I short... I thought that Embiid should have been tossed. Uh, he kicked the guy in the groin. It looked like he did it deliberately. And this comes just one day removed from Draymond Green being suspended. So if I'm the Warriors, I'm saying, well, wait a second. Wait a second. You threw our guy out of one game, and then you suspended him for another game, and this other guy essentially gets nothing. Where is the standard by which this is measured? If I'm the Warriors, that's what I'm saying. Right. I agree with you about right. Harden. That's an offensive foul, and maybe it's a flagrant one, and I think there was intent there. But that happens a lot in basketball. My thought on Harden was that the referee said, we got to do a makeup call here. We should have thrown Embiid out. We didn't do it. We got to get our authority back here. And to me, Mike, that's why they did that, to me. Wow. I didn't I think mean, a I, call I think, I think what we're looking at. I think what we're looking at is this right now, that Draymond Green is a standard by which these playoffs are going to be officiated. Like, he's the baseline. I, I yeah, don't think here's that's a good thing. I don't. Okay, first of all, first of all, I, I hear you on that. I hear you on that. But then it sounds like, uh, you know, it's not midnight yet. The clock hadn't struck midnight. It sounds like the league is not going to do anything further to Embiid, like suspend him. So where's the equity there? If you're going to suspend Draymond, and by the way, the instigator, people have brought this up, and, I, and I, 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 I'm moving a little bit on this. Instigators can't be rewarded by doing nothing to them. And 
Sabonis instigated, Nick Claxton. You stand over somebody. Doc Rivers pointed out. You stand over somebody where Doc and I come from, you're going to get maybe worse than a foot. So stop standing over people. And folks who instigate, and this goes back to my man Robert Ory and, 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 and the Spurs and the Suns in 2007, people who instigate should be punished. And the league can't let that happen or else you get a, lot, a whole lot of instigation. Baseball has officially suspended Mets starter. Holmes. Yeah. Your boy, <laughs> the warrior god, Max Scherzer, out. Ten games. Get yep. out of here for having yep. a foreign substance on his pitching hand. Scherzer was checked three different times before being tossed in the fourth on Wednesday. The three-time Cy Young Award winner admits his hand was sticky but says it was just rosin and sweat. He did not appeal the suspension, but his agent, Scott Boris, says stickiness measurements are too subjective. Tony, does baseball need a better standard as to how sticky is too sticky? Okay, so everybody knows that I love Max Scherzer. I do, I love Max Scherzer. In this particular case, do I think he cheated? Yes, I do. And I say that because of the way I understand the rule, and this is a significant problem, my understanding of the rule. Rosin is legal except apparently in excess. And how much is too much? This seems to depend on the individual umpire and, like and how said. this works. Like, yeah. So, I mean, if you, have, if you have an umpire who throws out Max Scherzer and you have another umpire who doesn't throw out Max Scherzer on different days, how do you figure out what to do? If you're Max Scherzer and you're going to go to the Hall of Fame, you say, how close to the line can I get without going over the line? But the problem, Mike, is the line moves because it's based on individual interpretation by an umpire. And to me, this is too vague. It's too vague. Tony, it's called baseball. All the lines move. You can argue with one guy on Monday about balls and strikes and not get chased. And you can argue with the guy who was the first base umpire the next day when he's the umpire at home plate. And he throws you out. All the lines move. Everything about baseball is subjective. We have seen managers come out, Billy Martin, and literally throw dirt on an umpire and not get tossed. And another guy says a magic word from the dugout, and they run him. So this is baseball. We've been trying to figure out what's too sticky or what makes a baseball move or what's dangerous for 140 years. It's never going to be figured out in an objective way, and baseball ought not try. It's part of the so lure, allure of baseball. But that is a problem. The problem is, if rosin is legal and it's illegal at the same time, how do you Yeah. Know? And yeah, you I don't. don't know how you can have that. And you go out there and an umpire feels your hand. Is it too thick? Is it too cakey? And what happens is everything goes to interpretation. And what I'm saying is that everything has to go to rule. There has to be a rule, something quantifiable no, that you can use, and there it's isn't. 140 there is, years I don't, don't want to no agree. Rule? I don't want to find myself agreeing necessarily with Scott Boris, who may or may not be the devil, but I think he's right <laughs> that any old umpire shouldn't be able to go out there and toss somebody, and another guy but says, no, do. I don't see it. Let's That's take a baseball. break. Blue. Coming up, your Clippers lost blue. last night. defend blue. But should they feel encouraged? Really? By their performance without Kawhi? No. And what's the best word to describe the Maple Leafs' bounce-back win as predicted right here against the Ning last night? I mean, honestly, if you're, if you're any pitcher... 
How, how can something be legal and illegal? Have you ridden an electric e-bike yet? You need to check out Electric e-bikes today. The number one selling e-bike in America. Two things stand out that bikers love about electric. Number one, the majority of their models come pre-assembled, so you don't need to be a bike savant to ride them. Number two, electric wants to empower riders to spend more time exploring outside on their bikes, so they've made range a priority. Long-range batteries allow riders to hit typically around 65 miles of range or up to 150 miles on some models. Bonus, electric has purposefully priced their bikes to be affordably awesome so you don't have to break the bank to get these sweet rides. See why people who have made the switch to electric bikes have fallen in love with biking again by visiting electricebikes.com. That's L-E-C-T-R-I-C ebikes.com. The NFL schedule drops this week, and you can be there to catch all the action, live and in person, with Vivid Seats. Experience every touchdown, every tackle, and every eye-popping play of your favorite team. And to kick it off, Vivid Seats, the official ticketing partner of ESPN, is offering you $20 off your first $200 ticket purchase with code PTI. That's code PTI. Download the app or visit vividseats.com today. Vivid Seats. Experience it live. It's time to get it on with Lexicon. What's first? The Clippers should feel blank about last night's performance without Kawhi. They should feel disheartened. They were at home. They had a chance by winning that game to really put their hands around the throat of this series. I listened to you and Kendrick Perkins talk about how role players always play better at home. And I sensed a spirit of optimism with both of you that the Clippers could win this game despite not having Kawhi Leonard, and they did not. They gave up, if I'm not mistaken, 62% shooting to Devin Booker and 45 points, 28 points to Kevin Durant. You can talk all you want about how the bench outscores the Phoenix bench by a lot, but if you give up 73 points to two starters, the likelihood is you are not necessarily going to win. It's terrible loss, Kawhi Leonard. Paul George is already out. So maybe just have to face the fact that as constituted now, they cannot beat Phoenix because they just gave up home court. Well, Tony, the, the, the shooting percentage that Phoenix turned in, which was phenomenal, had, had, there are reasons behind it. Ty Lue understood he had to scramble the game and go with five players, small players, to pressure the Suns and hopefully get Aiton off the court, which worked for a while, Tony. And they scrambled and they got it down to a possession game. So the, the, the Suns players did what they could. Powell, Norman Powell scored 40 points last night. He and Westbrook were great. So they should feel, as, as Ty Lue himself said, deflated. Because they came so close. They executed his plan on the fly in that game almost to perfection. But that also meant you had to give up something because you don't have your two best players. Particularly your best player you lost that day essentially. So deflated. I don't know, Tony. I still think they can even up this series and we still have a dogfight, particularly if Kawhi Leonard comes back. Oh, sure. If he comes back, of course, if he comes back, he's the best player on the team. What's next? Last night's win was blank for the Maple Leafs. It was thunderous. So I've gotten thunder and lightning in the first sentence here. This is what happened. Tampa Bay had gone into Toronto, Mike, and they scored seven goals. Seven. In Toronto. And they won by four goals. 
So you think to yourself, well, what do we have to do if you're Toronto? Maybe just eke out a win. They didn't eke out a win. They came back and put seven right back on Tampa Bay. Three nothing at the end of the first period, just like what Tampa Bay had done, right? And they're basically saying to Tampa Bay, you think we can't do this? We can do this. And not only that, they didn't beat them by four. They beat them by five. They went one step further. So that's a huge win by them, and they probably needed it because in Tampa Bay's history, if they go up to nothing in a series, they always win that series. Well, they needed it, and they beat Vasilevsky, and they beat his brains out. They did, and that's an important thing too, Tony, given Tampa Bay's recent history. My word will be responsive. They responded to what happened in the previous game when they got their butts whipped at home after a great regular season. And people in Toronto, look, I've spent some time in Toronto, granted, covering basketball, but you're there during the Stanley Cup playoffs, and you're there when there's great civic disappointment in the Maple Leafs to the extent, Tony, that their enormous traditional 100-year-old fan base has basically looked at them at times and said, eh, we got the Raptors. We are tired of you breaking our hearts. They responded. They were responsive in game two when they need to be. I checked in on that game several times. It looked like they were on a power play constantly, even when they were not. They didn't have an extra skater, but it appeared they did. So responsive. Now, can they respond like that in Tampa, where Tampa's gotten the best of a whole lot of people in recent years? That's the final word. Let's take one last break still to come. The Raptors say see ya to a man who coached them and that team to a title. And the Bruins, of all people, get some bad news heading into tonight's Game 3 against the Panthers. Tied 1-1, bad news. Mm. It doesn't matter what city I mention, you say you're there to cover the playoffs. I mean, I could name, name a city like San Diego doesn't tell even have a team, and you would say, well, I'm, tell, I'm there tell me to when cover I, the playoffs. Tell me when I have I wandered I'm over not, the ballpark. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. We all know breakfast is an important part of your day. But sometimes when you're traveling for business, you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any. You know what happens? You grab a cup of coffee and skip the meal entirely. We've all been there. But if you book a room at La Quinta by Wyndham, you can enjoy their free bright side breakfast featuring delicious baked goods, fruit, eggs, yogurt, and waffles. And really, Who doesn't want to start their day with a fresh, hot waffle? Tonight, La Quinta, tomorrow you shine. Book direct at LQ.com. Happy time, people. Happy 80th birthday on Sunday, Gail Goodrich. Left-handed shooting guard, was born and raised in Los Angeles, where he won the 1961 City High School Championship by scoring 29 points on a broken ankle. Goodrich stayed home for college at UCLA, where he led the Bruins to John Wooden's first two national championships in 1964 and 65. Goodrich stayed home for the pros as well, leading the Lakers in scoring in their championship season of 1972, playing alongside Jerry West in overtime with a few other guys you've heard of, Will Chamberlain, Elgin Baylor, and Pat Riley. 
Goodrich averaged 18.6 points over 14 NBA seasons, mostly with the Lakers, but also with the Suns and New Orleans, where he played in the backcourt with Pete Maravich. That jump shot was so sweet. You saw that team. You've seen them all. Is that team, the is that the greatest NBA team of all time? 33 in a row? I'm not going to say that. When I watched the Knicks, when, when they won the championship and beat the Lakers, I'm not going to say that. No. Okay, all right. What are Just you talking ask. about? Just Happy ask. anniversary, Dennis Scott. On this day 27 years ago, the Orlando Magic guard, who shot 39.7% from three for his entire career, Set the NBA record for most threes in a season with 267. That record stood for 10 years until Ray Allen got to 269 threes in 2006. But then the explosion in threes buried those records. Allen's 269 threes is now good only for 21st all time. Steph Curry holds down the number one spot now with the 402 threes he made in 2016. That's 135 more than Scott made. Curry has gone over Scott eight different times in his 14-year career. His past season, Splash brother Clay Thompson hit 301 threes, and that's the sixth highest total ever. Okay, all these people have passed Dennis Scott, but you know what he did? He helped start the party. You and I got to see Dennis Scott because he's local to Washington, D.C. and the rest of Virginia. We've known of his career all the way through high school, college at Georgia Tech. He's had a fine career, and now he's on Turner. He helped start the three-point party. I hope Dennis Scott takes a bow. Happy Trails, Nick Nurse. The Toronto Raptors have fired the only coach who has ever won the NBA championship in franchise history. Nurse coached the Raptors for five years, winning the title in 2019 when Kawhi Leonard was the finals MVP. Nurse was fired after a 41-41 record this season and 227-163 and overall which is a 58.2 winning percentage. So this seems like a quick hook. Ime Udoka's name has surfaced as a possible replacement for Nurse in Toronto. Nurse is already being mentioned for the vacant Houston Rockets job. Nurse's coaching style, I think, is rather like Tom Thibodeau's. They play their starters a ton of minutes trying to win every game they play. You like Nurse, don't you, Mike? to win every game. I, I love Nick Nurse, Tony. He's not just one of the best coaches today in the NBA. He's been one of the best coaches I mean, the very top of the pyramid for the last whatever it is, five, six years. Also, very important, he's a Cub fan, Iowa boy, Cub fan, love him. He's going to be yeah. employed I, like that, like right now. He should be. It's great. I would say more important, he watches PTI. More important well, than being a Cub fan, he watches, Cub fan. watches his show. So you, do you think it's a quick hook like I do, right? It's a quick hook. I, you know, sometimes there are changes needed. And Toronto does things very well. Nick Nurse will be employed, well-employed. He's going to win somewhere else. That's just going to happen. Big finish. Here we go. Bruins captain Patrice Bergeron will miss games three and four against the Panthers. How worried should Bruins fans be? Well, they know they're missing one of the best defensive forwards in NFL, NHL history, maybe the best. He won the Selkie five times. Nobody else has won that many. The NFL suspended five players for sports gambling your thoughts. Football players should not be allowed to bet on football. That's a no-no. But when the league has partnerships with all these other betting groups, you bet on Come something on else, you should be allowed to and do that. And in Detroit, right down the street Malcolm from the football Brogdon. stadium. Come on. Malcolm Brogdon won the NBA Sixth Man of the Year. I know you love him. You're happy. I am happy. He deserved it. I voted for him. Yes, it was tight. There were other candidates, but Malcolm Brogdon deserves it. Good start for Thank anybody. you voted for Former Creighton point guard Ryan Nimhart is transferring to Gonzaga. Is that a big deal? He helped lead Gonzaga, uh, 
Creighton to the final eight this year. His brother played at Gonzaga. It's understandable. Last one, Cavs at Knicks game three tonight. You hate the Knicks on TV, but who you got? No, the Knicks are on TV too much. But I got the Knicks. It's going to be a hard game going to the Garden with all the pressure on them. Can't wait to see my man Jalen Brunson lead that team. I think the Knicks win, but a close game. A thriller. We're out of time. We'll try to do better the next time. Margaret Crilly and Colin Faye, congratulations on your upcoming marriage. I'm Mike Wilbon. Have a great weekend, Knuckleheads. Check out NBA Countdown tonight at 6.30 Eastern on ESPN. And an encore performance on ABC at 8.